whenever I get to like spend time with our dogs, which is every day, yeah. like just brings you that moment of happiness and peace throughout the day. Listening to the Believe in Dog podcast. I'm your host and resident dog mom, Erin Scott. If you consider your dog a family member, then this podcast is for you. Let's celebrate the love and connection we have with our dogs. Not only can a dog be your best friend, but I believe a dog can be a healer, a teacher, and an inspiration. This is a place for us to connect in the joy of loving our dogs, and also a place where you know you're not alone in the difficult times or in the sadness of missing a dog that was an important part of your life. I can't wait to share with you stories of how the love of a dog is changing our lives and changing the world. This is Believe in Dog. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 33 of the Believe in Dog podcast. I'm your host, Erin Scott, and thank you so much for being here today. I am so incredibly excited for you to hear our guests today, Presley and Taylor, straight from Nashville. This episode is brought to you by the Hugs and Belly Rubs Dog Health Journal. One of the most stressful times for me as a dog mom has been when my dogs have been sick. I've had dogs with cancer, with allergies, with mystery illnesses that we haven't been able to get a diagnosis for yet. With the Dog Health Journal, you can schedule your dog's daily meals, medications, supplements, track their appetite, water intake, and even poops. You can record their daily activities and note any changes in their physical appearance, such as lumps and bumps, or their routine. Since our dogs can't talk, it's our job as pet parents to listen to what they're telling us through their behavior and body language. With the Dog Health Journal, you can keep all the information you need to let your veterinarian know all in one place. With the Dog Health Journal bundle, you get your daily pages, you get your vet visit pages, you get a free 23-page ebook of the 12 changes in your dog to never ignore, and you also get tons of dog mom life hacks and general tips for keeping your dog as healthy as possible. So make sure you check the link in the show notes to hugsandbellyrubs.com for the Dog Health Journal. Your dog and your vet will thank you. I'm so excited to bring you my interview today with country music recording artists Presley and Taylor. They are sisters, and the first question I asked them before we even started recording was, are you named after Elvis and James Taylor? And they said, yes, I got it right on the first try. So clearly their parents were music lovers too. Presley and Taylor have been performing together their whole lives, but performing professionally together since they were in high school. Of course, they're only in their early 20s now, which makes me feel really old. But they are so incredibly accomplished. They've performed at the Grand Ole Opry. They've opened for people like Martina McBride. But most importantly, they're just genuinely good-hearted women who you can't help but root for and hope all good things come their way. Presley and Taylor are here today to tell us about their new single, Choose Me, which is the story of a shelter dog getting adopted, and the story of his loving person. I, of course, am a huge fan of rescue and adopting dogs, and any animal for that matter. All of our dogs have been adopted from local shelters or other rescue situations. And if you've heard me talk about my dog, Penny, I literally found Penny in an alley in Baltimore City. 
I was out volunteering with a friend of mine with a CAT uh, TNR organization, which is Trap, Neuter, Return. And we were in the northwest section of Baltimore City. We were in my friend's Jeep and we turned onto this side street and there was this little alley on the left-hand side of the road and here comes this skinny saggy mama dog <laughs> who ran right out in front of the jeep and of course we stopped immediately and she had no tags no collar and there was really nothing around from where she came from a lot of the houses in that section of town are abandoned or vacant or had been demolished so it's not like she had came from anybody's yard or house anywhere can see that she had like hardly any fur she was all flea bitten and scratched up and clearly needed a couple good meals in her and and this is my dog penny we did end up taking her to the local animal shelter that day because that was what we thought was the right thing to do but as soon as the 72 hour stray hold was up i brought her home and that is my dog penny who has been with me for now over the past six years and she's literally like the best friend i've ever had so when I looked at the lyrics to Pressy and Taylor's song, Choose Me, this is the first stanza, and I'm not going to sing it for you because I actually like you and don't want to torture you at all. I was born in a back alley about a year ago. My mama was a stray like me. Where she is now, I don't know. I've been chased and I've been yelled at. I lived most of my life in fear. But you can call me lucky since I wound up here. So yeah, the first time I heard them sing these lyrics with their beautiful harmony, I was almost in tears because this is totally the story of my penny. And I know that each of us have a special story about how our dog came to be with us. And I love that the song Choose Me celebrates all of these stories. Presley and Taylor are actually going to share with us why the song was so important to them. And when you see the cover art for the song, you'll see a Cavalier King Charles Spaniel, who is actually Presley and Taylor's own dog, Rocky. Rocky had actually been adopted by their grandmother, and then when their grandmother passed away, Presley and Taylor took him in and gave him a home. I'm so impressed with these young women. Not just their talent, but also what they've chosen to do with their platform. All proceeds from the single Choose Me, whether you download the song or watch it on YouTube, all proceeds generated are going to the Pedigree Foundation, and Presley and Taylor are actually ambassadors for the work of the Pedigree Foundation, and are encouraging everyone to adopt, volunteer, or donate to help end pet homelessness. And I'm so impressed to see them using their time and their platform to raise awareness for shelter pets. So we're going to hear all about Presley and Taylor's background, about how they grew up in Connecticut, the role that animals and the role that music played in their lives growing up. We're going to hear the story of the Choose Me single and the music video, and all about their partnership with the Pedigree Foundation. I get to ask them about their life as dog moms, and the very important question of do their dogs like their music or not. And we'll get a sneak peek into what the future holds for Presley and Taylor. And make sure you stick around after the interview. I will have for you my holiday gift guide, the top 10 books that will make amazing gifts for dog lovers of all ages on your gift list. So now let's get started with country music recording artists, Presley and Taylor. So I'm so excited to be here today with singers Presley and Taylor. Hello. 
Hi, how are you? Great. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here. I'm so excited to get to talk to you and about your new mu music video. But I always love to start out by asking about the role that animals have played in your life. And if you grew up with animals, if you've always been animal lovers, what does that look like for you guys? Yeah, we had a really wonderful childhood. Um, and animals definitely played a huge role um, in our lives for our whole lives. We've had every animal that you can think of. Um, we have our dog here right now who's in the making noise. I apologize, but um, no. So we, we've grown up with everything. We've had horses and chickens and ducks and hamsters and dogs and everything. And uh, the relationship that we've had with animals growing up, I think for any like child, it, it teaches you so much. It teaches you about love and responsibility and just caring for something else besides yourself. Um, and especially dogs, you create that bond with them that lasts throughout their whole life, you know, cause their life is shorter than ours, but like, you know, we have our dogs, they're our best friends. And I, I always say it's funny because when I went off to college, you go to college and you can't have your dogs with you. And it's just such a weird feeling to be living somewhere and, and not have, you know, a dog. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Even like, two years ago now, right? Yeah, he's two. He's two, yeah. We were on the road and everything, and, and Presley was like, I'm getting a dog. I, I don't have. care what anybody says. I don't care that we're on the bus all the time. Like, I'm getting a dog. And <laughs> she says, you know, if you ask her, she's like, it's the best thing I ever did. It is. So, it really is. <laughs> and it is. It is. We love having our dogs. We have three um, between Presley and our mom. She comes back and forth with uh -oh. um, our two family dogs. So we have three between all of us. And yeah, and our dog, um, our dog Rocky is actually the dog that we put on our single cover for Choose Me. Uh, he's a little King Charles cavalier that our grandma actually rescued. Um, and then when she passed away, we took him. And so he's become part of our, our family, and he's just a little angel. And we just felt like it was the perfect perfect way for us to, uh, to put him on the single cover. It was, it was really special for us. Yeah. Yes, he's so adorable. <laughs> he's got quite the personality. He's a <laughs> And so you guys, did I see that you grew up in Connecticut? We did, yeah. yes. Was that like a rural kind of area? Yes, we're yeah. from a very, very small, like, cow town, basically. Um, it's only 3,000 people. Yeah. Um, so we grew up in the country in Connecticut. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's funny because New England is definitely a lot more uh, like rural, I guess, than you would think it is. Um, but we grew up with uh, our grandma too, owned a riding stable. So she had a barn and um, the whole nine yards and had a million different animals there. So we'd grow up back and forth. And then the back of our house was a cornfield. So we could have horses and everything. And um, it was just a really wonderful way to grow up. Yeah, that sounds like an amazing way to grow up. Yeah, <laughs> And so I imagine you also grew up with a lot of music in your lives. Is your whole family musical? Absolutely, yeah. So our, our family, we come from a very musical family. That's definitely where it started for us. Um, you'll find us, or you would find us, every Sunday at our grandparents' house. And everyone would just, like, after dinner, break out the guitars and start singing and playing country music. And so we always grew up around that environment of just everybody singing and playing and enjoying music together. And then when we went to our, our school, pretty much all growing up until high school, it was very performance arts based. So we got into theater there and singing and, and we sang at our church and 
And we did all that. And then when we got to high school, uh, we went into the recording studio for the first time. We actually begged our parents to let Mm -hmm. us go for a Christmas present. And um, I was 14 and Presley was 16. And it was our Christmas present that year. And we were immediately just bit by the bug. We loved it. We absolutely (laughs) loved it. And and it's been a part of our lives ever since um, in a really big way all throughout high school. And then three years ago, during my first semester of college, I I begged Presley. I didn't have to really beg her. She wanted to go. Well, I begged her a little bit, but we went to. Um, I asked her to come to Nashville so that we could just focus solely on our career and just chase our dream together. So yeah. three years ago, we made the move, and we've been doing it full time ever since. That's so amazing! What an amazing story. So, did you guys always just sing together growing up too? Oh yeah, we would always sing. It's funny too, because I think you grew up like singing together, which we did, you know, sing along to CDs and do musicals and all that stuff. But once we really started to get into the artistry of it and and really like learning about what it means to be like an artist and a musician um, and a singer and to sing harmonies, it's definitely a skill that you have to take the time to learn and to put effort into to make it what it is. And I think being sisters, it was like natural. It came very naturally to us because we grew up doing everything together. We're only two years apart and we're the only siblings. So we've always just been together. And then that kind of translated right over into music and into singing. And uh, we've learned and grown so much together when it comes to our music and everything. So it's been really, really fun. That's definitely the first thing that really stood out to me is about the harmony. I'm a big music fan. You know, I grew up listening to like Crosby, Stills and Nash with my parents or, you know, uh, Simon and Garfunkel. And, and, you know, that's like one of the things that really stands out to me. And so I'm like, oh, wow. Like, it was really exciting to me just to hear that harmony that you guys bring uh, to the music. Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. And it's especially fun, too, I think, in a live setting as well. You know, when we're when we're on stage and performing and we can play off each other and do the harmony thing. It's people really enjoy it and, and have a lot of fun with us. So it's, it's a good time. So when did you guys realize, like, so you grow up and you're singing and when was it kind of like, Oh, we really have something here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this isn't just like a hobby. This could be a thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, we've been really blessed like throughout our whole growth journey um, to have our parents supporting us. And I think that they were really the ones initially to be like, Hey, like, this is good. We need to take this seriously. You know, if you want to do something, you want to be the best at it and you want to be able to compete and you want to, you know, you want to be the best. So if we're going to do it, you know, don't, don't just do it as some little hobby, like put time into it, put work, put effort and, um, and get better. So I think that has always, it kind of always was like that for us, even if, when we weren't doing it full time because we were in school. When we were out of school, we were doing music and we were just learning our craft and just building our skills as far as performing and singing and, and everything. And, and yeah, and I think it started then. And then when we kind of started growing into our adult selves, which I don't even know, I I feel, I just turned 22. I feel like I just became an adult this year, but, um, (laughs) but I would say like around the time I was 18 and Presley was 21, we made like the conscious decision 
together, especially in the last year, but sure. we made the conscious decision together of, okay, we've been building this skill set. We absolutely love every aspect of this, you know, job, if you would even call it that, but we love being artists. We love growing as artists and, and we we're going to pursue this, you know, our adult selves are going to pursue this now. Um, so I think that's kind of like the evolution of it, but yeah. I'll just say I'm 42 and I still don't feel like an adult. <laughs> I'm going to get me 25 this year. I don't think I'm a grown-up yet. Yeah. This is like 22 is the first year that I'm like, I can't. Like when I was 21, I was like, oh, it's fine. I'm 21, you know? <laughs> but now I'm kind of like, I don't know if I can say that anymore. <laughs> and so tell me the story of how Choose Me uh, came about. Yeah, absolutely. So we were in the studio with our producer. We were working on a project at the time. And um, our producer is James Stroud. And he actually brought us the song one day and played it for us. He, he asked us, you know, girls, is this, you know, something that, you know, I want you to listen to this song. Is this something that, you know, do you like the song? What do you think? He wanted to know what we thought of it. And as soon as he played it, we immediately like had tears in our eyes just because it struck such a chord with us. Um, and it's just such a beautiful song. So we immediately knew because we connected with it so deeply that we wanted to record it and put it out. We just didn't know exactly when. So we recorded it about like a year and a half ago and we've just been holding on to it for the right time. And so much has happened, you know, in the last couple of years, you know, to the world. This past summer, we just saw from Hurricane Ida, there was a group of rescues and animals that needed homes and then what happened in Afghanistan with the dogs that were left there. We just thought it was the right time during this like holiday season and this season of giving to put the song out and hopefully connect with some people over that subject. So we're really proud of it. And we're really proud that we, we were the artists that got to put it out. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful song. I listened to the first line of it and was like almost in tears because I literally found my dog Penny in an alley in Baltimore. <laughs> and she's been with me now for, for six years. And she has been with me through a breast cancer battle. And, you know, she has just been my best friend. And I was just, you know, as soon as I hear like, you know, in an alley, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. It really just, you know, connected with me personally so you got to do a music video so I grew up in the generation of like MTV where like music video was like the pinnacle of success and everything. <laughs> so you have to tell me what this process of shooting a music video is it as much fun as it looks like <laughs> it definitely so is fun. yeah it is it's I think it's one of the most fun things that we get to do yeah, as part our of our job, job. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really cool we actually this one was super special the Eddie brothers were the ones who um directed the video and cut the video um, and we all flew out to Dallas to meet them because that's where they are. And we spent, it was actually kind of a whirlwind, honestly. We were out there for about 24 hours and then we had to come right back to Nashville because we had shows, you know, at the same time. But um, it was so special. We had a really close group of people with us when it came to our hair, our makeup. Um, our friend came out to shoot photos for the video. Um, and it was just really special. Our manager was there. Um, the guys, the, the guys doing the, doing the directing, everyone was just very tight knit. They understood the cause and what the purpose of the song was. And I think that it just made the video and the creation of the video that much more special. Um, because yeah. 
Yeah. Especially this video, I just feel like that day was like there was just a, it was so easy. It was just a lot of peace. Like yeah. you could feel fun and how happy, and, happy, yeah. and like just everything. Just the morning, the sun, like everything. Oh yeah, it was it was just perfect so, weather, so perfect yeah. for the video, and we really, really enjoyed shooting that as quick as it was. And but music videos are always just so fun to shoot. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. And you get a memory that you get to look at, you know, like forever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. It's like a moment in time. Do you guys get to be involved in like uh, creating like the story that's being depicted in the video? Absolutely. We had a really hands-on, I think, I mean, we always have a hands-on approach with everything that we do, but especially this video, we felt really strongly about bringing the military aspect into it as well, because like Taylor said, we were pretty moved by just current events that were happening. The dogs that were left in Afghanistan, what was going on there with our military and everything. And just bring all those elements of things that we feel are so important and we have such respect and love for into the video was something we had a hand in. And the Eddie brothers really, we all worked hand in hand to create like this, this theme of the video and where it went. It's special. It's fun when you get to work with other people that really are on the same creative mindset as you and and good things come out of it. Yeah, it's really beautifully done and just so heartwarming. And and I hope everybody sees it. Of course, have links in the show notes to where everybody can go and view the video. And you're also partnering with the Pedigree Foundation, I saw, for proceeds, right? Yes, yes. Yes, so the proceeds from our single and from the video views are going going to be donated to the Pedigree Foundation. We had the chance to meet with Pedigree and just really learn what they're all about and They're an absolutely incredible organization. They're doing such amazing things to change the lives of these animals and to give these animals homes. And they're supporting incredible shelters that are really doing everything right for these animals. They, you know, walked us through their vetting process and how they choose which shelters they support and how they choose, you know, where the money goes at what time it really goes to who needs it. So that was really important to us. And then also, you know, their message is to adopt, volunteer, and donate, which is a perfect message that we really wanted to get out to our followers and our friends and our family so that they felt encouraged to do those things too. So Pedigree was really, is really the perfect partner for us. And we're really proud to be ambassadors for them and and to spread the word about their foundation. Yeah, I've seen they've given over $9 million to shelters around the country, and they you know, are all about helping promote shelter dogs. And rescue and adoption is something that's so close to my heart. So I'm always so excited to see uh, you know, people that get to use their platform, you know, such as you have, to, to use it for an issue like that. And that, that's always very special to me. Thank you. And you guys have put out a ton of great music recently. I loved a couple of your other songs. I just wanted to mention um, mm-hmm. that uh, I, I felt like I didn't know if this was on purpose or not, but you have a little bit of like commentary on sort of maybe dating and relationship cultures, but the 22 <laughs> red flags and the don't even know your mama. Yeah. I was just like dying laughing. Like I just, I have some friends that are going through some of these things right now. <laughs> like, yeah. And I love getting to watch you do covers. Like you covered Jolene. I mean, you can never not love any version of that song but you guys do a beautiful version of that song thank too thank yeah. you so much thank you so okay let me get back to the dogs what does your dog mom life look like uh, i know you're obviously doing some traveling yes 
you know, do you have to like have like a team that comes in and takes care of the dogs? I know we have a lot that we have to coordinate if we want to ever leave the house yeah. know, for any length of time. <laughs> I feel like Presley's like superhero. I am. I'm like all over it. It's we don't have a team. No one helps. There's it. no it's, team. It's all me. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I have, um, I have a German Shepherd, and he's like my best friend. I literally, since he was, uh, since I got him my whole purpose was to be able to take him anywhere. Um, I wanted him to be able to travel because I knew what we were doing. I wanted us to be able to get on an RV and go somewhere and be okay and be safe and have our dog that could help if we ever needed it. And he, his name's Ryder. And I did that because I wanted him to be able to ride around with us everywhere that we go. (laughs) And he does that. He loves the car. Um, He's got more energy than (laughs) anything else I've ever seen. Uh, so you constantly with our dogs, it's funny too, because we do work so much and we're in and out of the house. And when we can't bring them with us, the second we get home, we're like, all right, let's go take the dogs out, throw the frisbee, like do something for them. To- <laughs> and it's get really them like, it's really like a happy place for us too. Yeah. Like whenever I get to like spend time with our dogs, which is, you know, every day, yeah. like just brings you like that moment of happiness and like peace throughout the day that and our like mom, everyone needs, you know, our mom actually got like a sprinter van so that she could take her dogs back and forth to Connecticut, Connecticut and Nashville. So we're like, this house is like the dog house. It's basically. the dog house. <laughs> and like we, cause we film all of our covers here at the house and, and all that. And they lay at our feet while we, we rehearse <laughs> here. Like they, they love music. So like yeah. whenever we rehearse or whenever we're singing in bands here, like they just lay at our feet and yeah. like literally like all those covers you see, like the, the dogs are always there on, our, on the floor somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. I love it. I was going to ask, do they respond to your music? Like, do they have like songs that they like, or do they like being near you and you're playing? They just, they they just love music they in do. general. They just want to like lay there and like be as Mine will lay right by the cajon where the, our drummer is like hitting it. He'll lay his head right by it because it's, I don't know if it's like the vibration or the sound, but they love it and they love it. It makes them just like really relaxed and they always like just come around wherever we're singing or wherever we're rehearsing yeah. and they'll just lay there. Yeah, it's funny. Oh, that's yeah. so interesting. <laughs> it's, it's really cool. Well, and I wonder too, it might also be like because we're all in the same place and they don't have to worry about like, finding this one or finding this, protecting everybody. It's like, oh, everyone's in one place. <laughs> yeah, they're not like following you around. Or yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. I don't think my dogs have ever been around anyone playing live music. So that's so cool to think about. Thank you for sharing that with us. So what does the future hold for you guys? Yeah, so we've been just working away this year. We've really uh, dug in our heels into writing this year. So we're extremely excited for 2022 yeah. to get some of these songs out that we've been writing. Amazing. And yeah, and we're really proud of what we released in 2021. Um, I feel like I personally feel like we've accomplished a lot this year and, and we're really proud of the music that we've put out. And I'm really excited about the music we're going to put out next year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to open for some people yeah. next year. Some um, big touring opportunities coming up, which we're really happy about because just being out it's it's releasing music is amazing but then being able to go sing that in front of the people that you want to hear it the most is just the most rewarding part of what we do for sure yes. and uh, just moving forward with now that we're partners with the pedigree foundation too moving forward and growing the awareness to that in the coming year is is so important we yeah. have we have so many ideas about more that we can do to help when it comes to us being out on the road and being able to bring that their vision and their mission to more people um, 
I think that's really important for next year. So that's really, yeah, absolutely. And um, in the immediate future, we have a Christmas song coming out. So we're very excited about that. Our first Christmas song, it's Mary, Did You Know? It comes out um, November 19th. So very excited. That's so exciting. Uh, I was wondering about COVID. I was like, here they are, you're, you know, starting to go out, you know, and and do shows. And then all of a sudden COVID hits. And and so what did that look like for you guys? And I'm thinking at least you had your dogs to help get you through it, right? No, (laughs) we were really lucky. And I think what ended up happening with everyone, I feel like, is the first month we were all kind of like, all right, what's happening? What do we do? And then to see things really start our shows getting canceled and things just not happening or moving forward. Um, I think both of us kind of looked at each other and we're like, okay, we need to keep pushing this on our own. Like no one's going to do it for us at this time. And that's when we really kind of got to dive into our social media, which we hadn't really had the opportunity to solely focus on building those platforms before. And uh, so that's where the, we made the studio in our house and, um, started doing the covers and that actually got us some attention from uh, country rebel, which is a big online platform. And now we release videos for them once a week, every week we're in a partnership with them. And, um, it actually got us signed to our first record deal back uh, last October. So it was actually ended up being a really, really positive thing for us. Um, and put a I lot of things into perspective. There was a silver lining yeah. for sure. It's crazy. It was that the world was that everything was going on. Um, I think that, yeah, I mean, we made the best of it that we had in that moment. Just like everybody, you know, (laughs) I do the best you can. Yeah. Yeah, I thought, at least for me, the best part of it was at least I got to be home with the dogs every day. Yeah. <laughs> My so poor, the poor dogs are like, when we leave now, they're like, are you kidding me? Like, the dogs yeah. are going to be home forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was. There was like an, an adjustment period of like, yeah, yeah, I have to go back and do that thing now. Big adjustment yeah. to get back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much. It's been so exciting to talk to you today. I really appreciate your time. I'll make sure we have links in the show notes where everybody can watch Choose Me. They can see your new music video too. I'll have links to your social media accounts so we can see all the videos and things that you're talking about. I really appreciate your time. You are so sweet. Thank Thank you for having us. How wonderful are they? Thank you so much to Presley and Taylor. I genuinely appreciate their time. And I love all the work that they're doing with the Pedigree Foundation. Make sure you check the links in the show notes so that you can watch the music video for Choose Me. Remember, all proceeds generated from the streaming and downloads of Choose Me go right to the Pedigree Foundation to help support pet rescue and adoption. So you can help shelter pets just simply by watching their music video. Plus, I'll have links in the show notes to their social media accounts, and you can watch their YouTube videos. They do lots of cover songs. They have their new Christmas song. And if you follow their personal Instagram accounts, you can usually get glimpses of their dogs, too. So now that the holiday season is upon us, I've put together a gift guide. It's the top 10 best books for dog lovers of all ages. So if you need a gift idea for a dog mom or a pet parent or even a dog loving child on your list, I think I have the perfect gifts for you. My 2021 book of the year is The Forever Dog. Now, I know I am a self-proclaimed dog health nerd who really geeks out on keeping my dogs healthy, but this book should be on every dog owner's shelf. 
This book has tons of actionable tips to improve and optimize the health of your dogs from puppyhood through their senior years. This book was written by Rodney Habib and renowned veterinarian Dr. Karen Becker, and they literally spent years flying around the world interviewing scientists, doctors, and even dog owners who have dogs that have lived an exceptionally long amount of time. And they've put everything all into the forever dog of how to keep our dogs happy and healthy for as long as possible. And I'll have a link in the show notes to the 2021 holiday gift guide so that you can find all these books right away. Okay, book number two is my best gift for active pet parents. So this is like the super dog mom who does a ton of training classes or is maybe even a professional dog trainer who's always teaching her dog tricks. The dog mom who loves to bring her dog everywhere she goes. This recommendation is called Chew This Journal, an activity book for you and your dog by Sassafras Lowry. Sassafras, which by the way is like the coolest name I've ever heard, Sassafras is a certified trick dog instructor and they have compiled so many fun activities for pet parents to do with their dogs, from making your own toys, creating artwork, to all sorts of tips, tricks, and activities. Plus, you can record and keep this memento in the journal. So book number two is Chew This Journal by Sassafras Lowry. Okay, pick number three, which would actually be like the 2020 book of the year. It's probably one of the best things that came out of 2020. And this is WAG, The Science of Making Your Dog Happy by Dr. Zazie Todd. You may remember Dr. Zazie Todd from episode nine of the Believe in Dog podcast. She is an amazingly renowned dog trainer. She created the Companion Animal Psychology blog, and this book covers everything from selecting the right dog for your family to making the final decisions for your dog, from choosing the right veterinarian to bonding and enrichment activities. She gives you all of the easy to digest science behind making the best decisions for your dog. Each chapter has takeaway tips and at the end there is a checklist for a happy dog. Book number four is my best pick for first time dog owners. And this would also be perfect for families with dog loving children as well. Pick number four is Doggy Language, a dog lover's guide to understanding your best friend. By Lily Chin. Lily Chin is an amazingly talented artist and she has drawn this manual. It's like an illustrated guide to interpreting your dog's body language so that you can interpret everything that our dogs are saying to us. I think most of us as dog owners know when our dogs are happy, right? They're like kind of panting. They maybe like have their tongue hanging out. Like we, we know when they're happy, but what I have found is that we don't always know when they're trying to tell us that they're uncomfortable. Each dog might do this a little differently. And sometimes it's these very subtle cues that we need to pick up on. And every dog owner should be familiar with the ways that our dog is trying to talk to us. If they're unsure, they're anxious, they're feeling scared or threatened. And I believe that the more observant we are to our, what our dogs are trying to tell us, the safer and happier both the dogs and the humans will be. So this is amazing for first time pet parents who are just learning to have a dog, but I think even experienced pet parents can learn something new from this also. And I also love that this is kind of like a pocket size guide. It almost fits in like the palm of your hand so you can take it everywhere you go. And I think it would be really awesome for kids to have too. There's a ton of drawings, illustrations by Lily Chin, this amazing artist. And it's fun to, to go through the book and pick out, oh, look at my dog, he's doing that right now. What does that mean? So make sure you check out Doggy Language by Lily Chin. Okay, the next pick is my best gift for pet parents that have a shy and fearful dog. 
and this book is called Bones Would Rain From the Sky, Deepening Our Relationships with Dogs, and this is by renowned dog trainer Suzanne Clothier. So this book was actually recommended to me after we adopted our dog Nino, and we discovered what a shy and fearful guy Nino is. And you might have even heard me talk about this on the Pet Parents Roundtable about shy and fearful dogs on the Believe in Dog podcast. And this book made such an impression on me that I actually reread it every year during the summer on our vacation. It is one of the most impactful lessons I've had that has influenced me on what type of dog owner I want to be like, how I want to communicate with my dogs, what I want my relationship with my dogs to look like. This is definitely a meaty book, so you're going to want to get this for somebody who really likes to read. But I guarantee that these words will stick with you and, and truly influence you on your pet parent journey. That one is Bones Would Rain From the Sky by Suzanne Clothier. Okay, now we're going to get into some fiction books. If you know somebody who is a dog lover, who also loves reading mystery novels, detective novels, you have to get them the Chet and Bernie mysteries. These books are narrated through the point of view of Chet the dog. He was a police canine funky. <laughs> he dropped out. There may have been an incident. And he has a flair for the noir in his storytelling. And you just can't help but be a fan of these books from the very first page. So Chet the dog accompanies Bernie, who's sort of a down-on-his-luck private detective, in the first book, which is called Dog On It, they go on the search for a missing woman. And this series now has 13 books now. I think I need to catch up on these last few books. And I always like finding out that there's a lot of books in a series because it means I can have a binge reading marathon. So these are the Chet and Bernie Mysteries by author Spencer Quinn. Okay, my next pick is the best gift for somebody who loves Hallmark Channel movies. And for this one, I have chosen A Dog's Perfect Christmas, and this is by author Bruce Cameron. You may recognize his name as he's the author of the Dog's Purpose books, the Dog's Way Home books. I know there's some movies about these. I actually haven't seen the movies because I always like to read the books and sometimes the movie ruins the story for me. So if you want to have a book where you laugh, you cry, you feel all the feels, make sure to get A Dog's Perfect Christmas and maybe a box of tissues to go along with it too. Okay, now we're going to talk about some children's books. If you need a gift for the kid you know who is begging their parents to get a dog, you have to get Margaret Strohmeyer's book, What to Know Before You Get Your Dog. When Margaret couldn't find a children's book that described the responsibilities of dog ownership in a way that kids can understand, she decided to write it herself. And this is a beautifully illustrated book. It's a rhyming picture book that teaches kids about the joys and commitment of owning a dog. And you can even hear my interview with Margaret on the Believe in Dog podcast. This next one is also a picture book for, for younger kids too, and it is called Can I Be Your Dog by Troy Cummings. This is a very sweet book, but I have to tell you, I might choke up a little bit telling you about the premise because it's just so sweet and heartfelt. And this is perfect for teaching kids about the importance of rescue and adoption of dogs. 
So you have Arfie the dog, and he lives in this box in an alley, and he's writing letters to all of the families that live on his street, asking them to be his forever family. And he's listing out all of his good qualities, like he's potty trained, and he has his own squeaky toy. And some of the families are turning him down, and he gets all sad. <laughs> but then in the end, he does find a family to love him, and you're going to cheer him on as he does. And it's super duper sweet and I just oh my gosh this one just like tricks me up a little just talking about the premise so that's can I be your dog by Troy Cummings okay and then the last one I'm going to do for you is chapter books for older kids and this we have to go with the everybody loves grace series in this series grace is a Finnish Lapland dog I had never heard of that type of dog before and they were actually bred to herd reindeer in the Scandinavian countries so this is kind of like what Santa's dog would be. So you have Grace the Finnish Lapland and she's giving you her dog's eye view perspective of these road trips that she goes on throughout the US with her mom and you get to hear all about the different people that she meets and her perspective of the world around her. One of my favorites is that she saw the Grand Canyon and it looked like a big dog bowl. And you'll also find through the books that Grace has a special talent for finding those who seem to need her the most and looking into their eyes and straight into their hearts. And we actually talked to author Katie McQuaid on the Believe in Dog podcast, and we can now announce that book six of the Grace series is now available. And if you go to everybodylovesgrace.com, you can buy the six book set and get a plush stuffed animal Grace too. So I hope that this holiday gift guide will help you with your holiday shopping for the pet parents on your list. I'll have links in the show notes to the holiday gift guide and also to the dog health journal that's now available for sale. And of course, make sure you check out Presley and Taylor. Make sure you're listening to the Choose Me single. All of your downloads and YouTube views are going to benefit the Pedigree Foundation, helping dogs to get adopted. So you can follow Presley and Taylor on Instagram at Presley and Taylor. And of course, you can follow me at the Believe in Dog podcast with underscores and at Believe in Dog podcast on Facebook and BelieveInDogPodcast.com. Presley and Taylor were so kind to send over a bunch of photos, including photos with their own dogs. So you can check out the photo album online and on social media. Make sure you hit that subscribe button in Apple Podcast or whatever app you're listening to so you won't miss any episodes of the Believe in Dog podcast. And if you want to support the Believe in Dog podcast, you can leave your five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and I'll read all of them on the show. So until next time, this is Erin Scott, sending you hugs and belly rubs. Believe in Dog Podcast is a production of Hugs and Belly Rubs, LLC.